Hi, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Susan and I've been coming to Holy Trinity for about 10 years and the last two, three years of that I've been on staff here. So we are continuing our walk through Luke and today we've got to Luke chapter 8 and it's 22 to 25 and I'm going to be reading the Passion Translation um, of that verse. But first of all I need to put my glasses on so I can see. Now, one day Jesus said to his disciples, let's get in a boat and go across to the other side of the lake. So they set sail. Soon Jesus fell asleep. The wind rose and the fierce wind became a violent squall that threatened to swamp their boat. So the disciples woke Jesus up and said, Master, Master, we're sinking. Don't you care that we're going to drown? With great authority, Jesus rebuked the howling wind and surging waves, and instantly they stopped and became as smooth as glass. Then Jesus said to them, Why are you fearful? Have you lost your faith in me? Shocked and shaken, they said with amazement to one another, Who is this man who has authority over winds and waves that they obey him? And I think this is um, quite a well-known passage or a well-known story. It's certainly one that I have known um, for quite a long time. And as I was reading through it to prepare for sharing this morning, I actually realized that there was a lot about it that I didn't know and I got um, many many different things from it and hopefully the ones I'm going to share with you this morning are ones that um, you're going to enjoy uh, maybe you'd be a bit challenged by but certainly ones that show um, and share more about God and Jesus and his love for us so when I'm reading scripture, I, I tend to ask myself two questions. I tend to think, okay, so um, what is God sharing with me? What does he want me to know about him? And also, what is he showing me about his love for, for this world? So the first thing that's, you know, the kind of quite obvious thing is that Jesus was asleep. So while all this was going on, Jesus was asleep. So despite the raging storm, Jesus slept. So while everybody else was rushing around and trying to make sure they didn't drown, Jesus managed to sleep through the storm. And I think it was because he did live in this place of constant peace. Um, and I don't think it could have been, as the disciples suggested, that he didn't care because he'd come to um, save everybody, to redeem us, to bring us back to the Father. Uh, to be the way that uh, we would be, um, know who we are and know who he is. So I don't think it could have been that. Um, I think really it was because he did really trust the Spirit of God who was leading him. And also he could rest because the Spirit of God was with him. So therefore he was one with God. He was coming from this place of knowing who he was. He had this really strong identity of who he was and who his father was, what his father was like. 
And then the second thing that I get from this is because he came from this place of absolute assurity of who he was and who his father was, he was able to bring peace into the um, chaos that was going on. He spoke peace and the wind stopped and the sea became smooth. And I think that is um, really interesting, um, but um, we'll come back to that later. The thing that I found most revealing was, as typically with Jesus, he would ask questions to answer questions. And when the disciple says, don't you care? Um, he asked them, had you lost faith in me? And these are the disciples that he lived with. He lived with them every day. He'd um, perform miracles. They um, would have eaten together. They would have um, laughed. They would have grieved. They would have discussed and debated and argued and uh, all, all these different things. They knew him. He'd, he'd been with them. They'd seen him. They'd watched him heal the sick. They'd watched him raise somebody from the dead. They'd watched him feed the crowds of people. And they'd watched him set people free who were oppressed by demonic forces. You know, he'd, they were seeing the reality that had been written in Isaiah centuries before, uh, which they would have known, but they were seeing it. They were seeing the reality of the kingdom of God, what it actually looked like. Um, uh, that's what Jesus was trying to do, as was typical of rabbis in that day. They, they tried to align the thought process or the belief of their students or disciples, as they were called. He they, they tried to align it so they would think the actual same way that he would think. So their belief system became the same as the rabbis' belief systems. And, and then when they had the same belief system, that would affect the, the way they process things or the way they acted or the, the way that they um, saw life and lived life. But yet, um, if they didn't actually believe it, they would at least trust him enough to go, okay, I'll go along with what you're saying. I'm not going to argue with you because I trust you, so I'm going to go along. I might not understand, but I'm going to go along with what you're saying. And so when they come to the boat and Jesus says, let's go to the other side. And as we know, Jesus said that he is led by the Holy Spirit. So they said, let's go to the other side. So they get in and they probably felt that um, it's okay. Jesus is asleep. We know that four of the disciples were ex-fishermen by trade so they would have been good uh, knowing boats and knowing storms and knowing the certainly the Sea of Galilee and the other disciples would have probably put their trust in in them going it's okay when uh, we're with people that know what they're doing and so they probably settled down a bit but it was clear that as the storm started to rage that their trust was misplaced so the disciples that have put their trust in their old sailing ability, well, they started to fail. And then the disciples that had put their trust in the ability of the disciples who could sail, they realised that their trust was misplaced because nothing looked like um, 
they were going to survive this storm. Nothing could save them. So they ran up to Jesus and said, Master, Master, don't you care? Don't you care that we're going to drown? And I don't really know how Jesus must have felt at that time. You know, it is possible that he was annoyed and he was telling them off. But I, I think really he was sad and he was disappointed after all they'd seen. And, and he knew, he knew that um, they were going to face difficulties, that there were going to be times when it would be hard and um, they'd be tested and, and that the only way that they would be able to do this would be if they trusted him if they had faith in him. But in this case, even though Jesus was there in the storm, as they battled against it, and their own ways of doing things failed, they became scared and they thought they, they were going to die. So today, Jesus has enabled me to have a life as a disciple. I'm too one of his disciples and he's promised, like he did the disciples, he's promised that he, he'll never leave me or he'll never forsake me. And um, that's really good. That's really good. But again, I have the choice. Like, you know, we all have choices as his disciples. Do we um, choose to believe what he says or do we not? So when the storms hit, and they will do, and they have done, and they will again. Am I going to trust him? Am I going to trust him? Am I going to be able to find that place to sleep in peace and hope and just know that he's with me and he knows what he's doing and he knows he's for me? And then as God said he wants to work through his church, Jesus said, I want to work through the church to bless so am I, from that place of peace, going to be able to speak peace and hope into those around him? So I think for today, um, from this, I really want to encourage us to find that place of peace so we can speak peace and hope to the world around us as the storms hit. Thank you.